Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're recording. Uh, welcome to the Mount Geekmore podcast. Uh, sorry we uh, left you for a little bit, uh, but uh, scheduling and conflicts and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's, uh, scheduling has been a bitch. So thank you very much for keeping us on and uh, logging back in and checking us out again. It's your favorite podcast where we talk about, debate, argue. Uh, over your favorite pop, your favorite uh, top four of your favorite pop culture subjects. That's right. It's yeah. been a while, man. Yeah, we're not just throwing out just favorites. Like, hey, you know what? I kind of like this movie one no, time. No, no, you no. Know, that TV show, there was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. So we are doing the top four of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject is um, <laughs> your the Mount Rushmore of movie scores. Right? Movie scores. Movie scores. Yeah, film scores. Not soundtracks. Film scores. Now, not soundtracks. Which we did uh, a while ago. I can't yeah. remember. I remember uh, Stephanie was on that one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Senior. Steph- and and Missy, I think. I Mayor Senior. Yeah. No, not Missy. No. We had somebody else. You're right. I'm thinking <laughs> of uh, the uh, high school coming of age movie one. Right. Yeah. We had somebody. Uh, right. I was going to say something mean, but I don't move, move the fuck out, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, I am Nary Signs. With me, as usual, is David. Hi. Howdy. Uh, and today we have uh, two special panelists. We have uh, uh, welcoming back. We have Manny. <coughs> Hello. And then we have Chris. Hello. Uh, wow, that was loud. Sorry. No, no, that was my fault. You're Can shouting at us for yeah. it. Like- yeah, we're right here. Hello! <laughs> He's Cuban. That's Cuban, the sorry. That's just the normal volume of it's your It's my room. natural heat. <laughs> <laughs> You're Guatemalan. My Guatemalan. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> All right, so um, we are. How did you guys make your selections? How did you get. Manny, how did you make your selections for this mountain? Well, Dave told me yesterday. I pulled up a list and I picked my favorites. All right. <laughs> Is there any parameters that you set for yourself? No. No. Uh, Dave? Uh, so for me, uh, this very easily could have been a composer-specific mountain. And um, <clears throat> I could have come up with uh, a number of mountains for any number of, of composers. So I decided to limit myself to one score from each composer. Uh, that way I didn't have four John Williams scores or, right. or four... Uh, 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 Silvestri scores or something like that, or Hans Zimmer scores. You know, I, I wanted to diversify a little bit. So um, there's going to be some scores that don't appear on here, though I absolutely love them because I had to pick one from a specific composer. And so, um, so that's that's the only that's the only parameter I put on myself. All right. Okay. I yes. um I was telling Dave when he asked me to be on this. This is not my topic. <laughs> like, which is weird because you like music. I do like and you like movies, and you would think I don't know. I just I don't I don't know. I didn't think it was that it would be that much of a of a left field for you. Well, here's the thing: when I started like researching it, right, I realized I was like, oh, okay, all right, I can do this. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just and and the way I did it was honestly very similar to uh, how Manny did it. It's the movies that I liked and and the scores that I saw <laughs> and. Once you listen to that certain song, it makes you automatically think about that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that it takes you there. Yeah. 
Um, did, did you put any restrictions on yourself? I didn't. I didn't. Um, although I did realize that a lot of uh, when I went to do my three and four, I had to audible on four because I realized it was going to be all one composer. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. So I was like, let me throw a you know a curveball curve in, yeah. in here. Um, so you know, once we get to number three, it's going to be the same composer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one and two. One and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I, look, the, the topic, when we originally came up with the topic, in my mind, I was thinking theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said the word score because I didn't want it to be confused for theme songs that had words in it, such as Titanic, right? Has okay. The theme song of that, of that movie it has words in it, right? And I don't want, I didn't want that. Or movie. like the Austin Powers theme song that has the monkeys. Of course. You know? That's why yeah. everybody thinks of next, Titanic and then Austin Powers <laughs> theme song. That's the natural <laughs> progression, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So um, I didn't want to do that. So in my mind, I thought uh, I, would, I would just say the word score so that they know that it's scores and not words songs with words mm-hmm. and then i realized uh earlier tonight i realized wait a minute are you doing the entire the entire score the entire movie soundtrack the entire movie score or just the theme and dave is doing the entire th- score like the entire soundtrack the entire album right like yeah. i'm not i i'm doing the theme song so okay. that's that's where i went with yeah and yeah. the only reason i'm not changing that is because uh it's taken us months to to actually do this topic, so I don't think it's we're gonna get back around to theme spot theme song specific uh, right uh, um, scores. So I'm just gonna keep it this way. Uh, I will say that the the selections I have made also have amazing scores in general, mm-hmm. but I went with actual theme song. Well, that could just that, be the most important part of the score for you, man. It that's, is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, so that's what I went with. The, the, the ones you picked don't have lyrics, anyways. Right, exactly. It's basically, and score. and that's the thing. When I went with no lyrics, that's another thing that I, parameter that I picked to myself. I went with no, with no lyrics. It immediately took out my number one because my number one had the lyrics in it, and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> shit." So it took out my number one, which is good because if you've heard the podcast before, you could pretty much guess what my number one is going to be, and it can't be that anymore. So done. But that was a self. Made rule, Made yeah. rule, okay. That was just something that we all have to adhere to. No, I, I mean, it, the the topic is movie scores. At that point, whatever has, you know what I mean? Whatever, it, I don't mm-hmm. know. It just, it, it has to be a score, not a soundtrack. Right. So it can't be, right, right. it can't be like a compilation, uh, like Heavy Metal is out. Because it's Cheap Trick, it's uh, uh, Devo, metal, it's movie a, Heavy Metal. Right, 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 right. right, right. right. Yeah. You could have picked a movie that has... Heavy Metal in it? That... that does it? Yeah, there's no because heavy you said, metal. You in said the... heavy metal. You said heavy metal's out as if the entire genre's out. And I'm please like, don't. No, yeah, no, that's no, awesome. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. Uh, American Graffiti. Right. Right. Okay. Well, and that happened to me with uh, old school. Yeah. Because okay. once I compiled uh-huh. my list, I was like, "Holy fuck, old school!" And then yeah. I was like, "Wait, no, it's scores, not soundtrack." Yeah. Uh-huh. Because the soundtrack to right. that one is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Boogie Nights. Right. There's saying. music in that movie. I just saw big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I just watch it on mute with the, for the big dicks. That's all I watch it for. Mm. Just f- fast forward to the last mm. like you know minute and a half just to see that Dirk Diggler. Mm, mm. <laughs> Prosthetic penis. <laughs> all right. I choose to believe that is actually Marky Mark. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> your truth is your truth, man. Yeah. That's all that matters to you. All right. So, uh, Manny, what's your number four? My number and four. And what's your number four? Is going to be... John Carpenter, 
and Halloween. The entire score for Halloween. That is an honorable mention for me. Uh, it was so close, also, so close. Also an honorable mention. Dave and I just saw Halloween, uh, the films, the one and two for Shiver, which mm-hmm. won't come out for another two months um, because those, we're saving those episodes for Halloween. Right. But <clears throat> in it, I saw Halloween for the first time, and that score was fun. I'm not that I haven't heard a score before, mm-hmm. but that fucking score in context makes it even right. Better, yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing I love about John Carpenter, man. I, the The music throughout the entire movie is haunting. It's you know, it's one of these scores that no matter what you hear, you know where it's from. Right. Have you not seen the movie? Have you had seen the movie? You know that it's like oh shit, you hear that music, something's about to go down, mm-hmm. and it. It still to this day, like you hear that around Halloween and stuff like that, and it gives you chills. Yeah, it. it I w- I was gonna put it a little higher on the mountain, but when we were talking before, it was there, a couple of other things kind of mm-hmm. bumped it down. But it's definitely it had to make my mountain. It had to make my mountain. Carpenter is one of those guys that um, I think you can make a a mountain of just. John Carpenter exactly. scores. Uh, the score to uh, Escape from New York yes. is fantastic. <clears throat> Excuse me. The the score to Prince of Darkness is fantastic. Um, man, really? I mean, e- everything he's ever scored for me has has always been just it it, it gets into your bones. You know, it's yeah. it's one of those things where you listen to it by itself, isolated from the movie. And it's creepy. Yeah. And um, uh, when when I mow the lawn, I like to listen to music. And so every now and then, I'll put on Carpenter's music. Because I think aside from it being a great film score, it's also good music. No. It, it, he's he's uh, he, he writes his scores like if he was writing uh, an album he was going to release on the radio. And you listen to that album, to the, the Halloween album. And... Dude, it's, you you can't. It, it, it doesn't let you go. No, it, do, it it really is one of those things that, apart from the movie and how it's placed in the movie, it's just great music. Yeah, it's beautifully composed. Like the only the only other score that I could probably compare to this one, like horror movie wise, is The Exorcist. That's another great score. Yeah. I, I think I think there's 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 another one which I'm not going to mention just in case it's there. But yeah, I was going to say there, there's, there's horror movies lend themselves very well to great scores. Yeah, because of the you know the creepiness and because of the fact that whenever you watch it, especially old school horror, because mm-hmm. when you we were all kids, so it, it sticks with you. Yeah, and music is one of those things where memory takes you. back. You know what I mean? You hear oh, something, yeah, it takes yeah. you back. Um, so. I don't know. Horror, horror movies, uh, the theme, the, the horror genre lends itself very well. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Nightmare on Elm Street has got yes. a great score too. And I, I, one of the things that I like about John Carpenter is, and he wasn't the first guy to do this, but uh, he may be the guy that popularized it, the the electronic score. Yeah. The synthesizer score. Um, I think this goes all the way back to actually 1959 with uh, Forbidden Planet. The entire score is, is electronic. Right. Uh, and really, it's mostly just ambient noises and things like that. But um, he was one of the first guys to start putting the synthesizers into movies. And in my opinion, it revolutionized movies. And then from him, you see the evolution until you get to guys like Hans Zimmer, 
where you have this combination of traditional movie score and an electronic movie score. And it's just, I mean, it's fucking fantastic. I, I love that movie score. Every time I hear that, uh, that piano theme, the da dum da dum da dum da, it just it's it's so soft, it's so simple, and you know the shit's about to go down. Yeah, and even like hit Michael Myers's theme. Yeah, in that is it sticks with you no matter what. Yeah, throughout the entire movie, even it, like as soon as you see him, you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. It and it it's haunting. That that little that, chiming sound, the da 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 da, when he just pops out of like a window somewhere, you're like, holy. Fuck, you know, and that's that's the the brilliant thing about the way that he scores is his music underlines what's going on on screen because there's times where you're not even sure if Michael is there and when he pops out and you finally notice him, yeah. right? Like he's out of focus somewhere in the back. The music kind of shows that. You know, it's very it's very soft and very simple, but then when he pops up right in your face and you're not expecting him that's when you hear like the the big crescendo and it's he's he's masterful the way that that, yeah. that he writes man yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great pick great pick all right yeah <clears throat> david number four uh my number four is uh right here oh that's a great one honorable mention yep that's a great one. I, that was actually a ringtone of mine. Was it? Yes. I've never seen the movie, but uh, it's an oh, iconic. It's an man. iconic uh, uh, theme. Yeah. And uh, that actually, I'm interested in knowing. I'm, well, I'm interested in watching the movie, but yeah, just knowing the whole soundtrack. But yeah, that that theme song itself. He is uh, one of my favorite composers, and this is one of the guys that I named earlier, and you were like, classic. Ennio uh, yeah. Morricone. Uh, so <laughs> he uh, he scored Bibidi Bobbidi, Bibidi Tutti Frutti. He he scored all of those Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns, starting with Fistful of Dollars, um, and going through until I uh, he he also did Once Upon a Time in the West, and I think he did the music for Once Upon a Time in America as well. Um, that was eternally long. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in America, mm-hmm. I couldn't get through it. I tried, uh, man. It's been a long time since I saw it, but I remember thinking this is a masterpiece. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. I, I could not get through it. I was like, when are, is something going to happen? Yeah, no, I understand. Because holy shit, it, this is Robert De Niro, right? I mean, yeah. all right, it's a monster movie? Jesus, get the fuck on with it. <laughs> um, all right. But. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's some... I, I love all of the, the Dollars trilogy scores. They're all fantastic and uh, they all have that quintessential Western sound to them. But when you go back and you watch Westerns before Fistful of Dollars, they don't sound like this yet. No, they can... sound very uh, John Wayne-ish. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, they both sound Western-y. But what I think of when I think of a Western is the Ennio Morricone sound. So basically, the difference is um, one of them, they both sound like Westerns, but one of them sounds like the Western that Marty McFly was dressed like yes. <laughs> before he went back in time, and the other one sounds like the Western that Marty McFly actually went back, went back to. into. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's very stylish. That makes sense. 
Uh, <laughs> there's there's you know there's twangy electric guitars thrown into into the soundtrack. Um, there's these like piercing shrill uh, like vocal lines that go through the whole thing, and somehow it all works. Like there's there's something about it that you think about all the different pieces individually, and you're like, this shouldn't work. But then you put it together, and it does. And in fact, I think my as, as iconic as that that I played was, it's not my favorite piece of music from the movie. Uh, my favorite piece of music is this one called The Ecstasy of Gold. Oh, yes. Diamonds are forever. Does it no, sound like a Diamonds are yeah, forever commercial? It does, but that, that's, it's, it, that movie made it iconic, though. So many yes. westerns after that had that for that gut-wrenching yeah coming you know that moment you know but like those two sound like those two songs no matter what if there's a western scene in any type of movie that's what they're, they're gonna either play either or of course either or yeah and it that's where you get it and it's become this iconic piece of like history in, in movie scores yeah. i i listened to this and uh even without seeing the movie i i still get goosebumps you know like it's it's one of those things where for the listener his entire body is covered in hair so it's impossible to prove <laughs> it's a, it looks like a big static ball we've all been like. shocked <laughs> uh but yeah i uh metallica uses that bit of music to open up their shows yeah and um, fucking hacks. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's your own shit, bro. Uh, it's it's uh, people might be upset at me for saying this, but it's impossible for me to separate that bit of music with either the movie or with Metallica. Uh, so so that that mu- that music particularly holds a special place in my heart. Um, the the movie itself is fantastic, and Neri, I got to tell you, man, that's one of the greatest westerns of all time. Mm-hmm. What's it called? The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my opinion, you should probably start with the first one, Fistful of Dollars, then move on to for a few dollars more, and then watch The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, which is a prequel to the first two. So, so didn't you just watch that one first? You're watching it backwards? No. It's like when you watch the Star Wars, you watch episode one first. You watch, you start with the best, and then you we just don't, keep we going don't talk on. About, we don't it. talk about. We don't talk about. You know, <laughs> you start with the best, <laughs> and then <laughs> so you, you get, and then you get to flying Leo. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Bro? I love that part. I don't give a fuck. Fuck Jesus. you guys. I don't care. Uh, I'm the only one. Yeah. I'm with you. Director I, who I forget I like, whose name <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Director who I'm, ruined Star Wars and and, and Jurassic Park. Listen, listen. If uh, no, that's uh, Colin Trevorrow. Oh, he's the guy who was Close. supposed to direct Part Nine. Right, and then they were like, "Nah," and then they were like, "It's okay, it's okay." <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we 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 gave this guy a shot and he blew it. Yeah, we uh, Think, uh, we let you play with one toy. You fucked that up. <laughs> Hard pass. So no, no more playing with different toys. You keep, keep that one toy. You fucked up. Go back to your own sandbox. Yeah, um, yeah. I um, I love the music. I love the movie. Uh, just like John Carpenter, I think Ennio Morricone writes beautiful music. It's music that I can listen to. Um, at any time and it's much more traditional in the sense that it sounds more like classical music than it does like halloween but there's there's um there's a a, although it is incredibly cinematic 
it also has like a radio quality to it where I, I can I can listen to it in the car. Right. And for me, that is one of those things about a, a good movie score uh, that is important when when you're taking something like this, like a top four into account where, uh, yeah, it works in the movie and um, it sticks in my brain. Am I going to want to listen to it outside of the movie? And this... Right. This is definitely one of those. I am. Uh, I'm one of those people that listens to soundtracks all the time, mm-hmm. like just uh, randomly. Yeah. And uh, a good test for me is can I listen to the soundtrack at the gym? Mm-hmm. That's usually a good test. Since I'm never there, I think that's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm but no, my point is, like, I like, I like a good, I like a good soundtrack. So yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you on that one. All right. Perfect. Uh, so Halloween, and then we had um, good, bad, and ugly. Yep. All right. All right. Good, bad. And, all right, so Chris, what's your number four? Uh, my number four actually got swapped out three seconds ago. Oh, okay. Um, because when I was thinking about the movie that had us four, the song I was thinking about was the the, the movie that I actually picked now for four. Uh, same composer, but okay. again, music throws me off sometimes. Uh, but it's Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Fucking awesome score, Danny Elfman. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, that score, I mean that the opening of that. Just mm-hmm. the second that comes out, you're there. You're freaking. You're fucking looking for Batman. Yeah, because he's gonna come out somewhere. And then it just. I think they did such a great job of encompassing and and setting the tone for that movie. Yeah. With how how he compo- with how he composed that. Um, but yeah, if I, 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 I one of those things that when I did this list, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, okay, Danny Elfman and the other guy we're not going to talk about until <laughs> <laughs> later on. Yeah. But I kept seeing those names repeated on them, yeah. and it, it's how they're able to address that and encompass the whole movie, and they, they set the whole fucking tone, which to me, till I, I, well, I think I'm still stuck on those two as my favorite. Mm-hmm. My favorite Batmans are Batman and Batman Returns for me. Mm-hmm. You know, And it was because of that. It was a whole darkness of... Yeah. of uh, of fucking god damn it who was a, of Tim Burton right you know and he, his mixture with 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 Danny Elfman how they were able to get everything together for me they are inseparable like yeah. uh, Tim Burton's movies uh I don't think would work as well without Danny Elfman and yeah. I don't think I I've heard Danny Elfman scores with other directors obviously and I love him as a composer but he doesn't compose the way that he does with anyone else yeah. like how he does with Tim Burton there's something about like they both bring out the best in each yeah. other yeah and um, right. I think if that's the case I think Elfman should uh, bring out the best in, in this guy a little bit more because he hasn't really done shit in a while yeah it's been a while it's been yeah. a while yeah. yeah, with Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, he's got like four good movies realistically he's got four good movies oh I think it's more than that no he's got Batman and then he's got uh, Edward Scissorhands Beetlejuice Beetlejuice Pee Wee's Big Adventure nope <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not, not gonna saying, argue. I'm, I'm not, not gonna s- argue it. I'm not saying I don't love the movie. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't love the movie. Who doesn't love somebody playing with pancakes with Mr. T pancakes and bacon? I put it in the food. I put it. Who doesn't love that? That's fucking great. But it's not good. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that was, my friend. I don't know what the hell that was. The kid from over, the kid from Overboard had a fucking better impression than that. Um, but I I, uh, I don't think that's a good movie. I, I love the movie. Yeah. I don't think it's like I tried watching it recently, like a you. year ago, and I was like, yeah. this isn't. This is total. You need to be six years old to be. That's basically what PUE is. Is a, is a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's you know, 
But uh, yeah. Um, Sweeney Todd, Nola for Sweeney Todd. I, I never saw it. Oh, that's oh, a good. It's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Shit, that's a good score in that one too. Great score in that one. I uh, and you know what? That's a musical. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't put any musicals into this because they have words. Yeah, and they're not scores. It is a score, but it's, it's a, a music. It's a musical score. So I I didn't. Uh, I, 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 didn't I include think those. I agree with it. That be if that feels more to me like a soundtrack than a. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm with I you. I mean, you're not wrong. Either way, yeah. yeah either way, I just that, yeah. that, I would I would classify it more as a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah. D- Danny Elfman is one of my my favorite composers. I'm I'm never gonna argue one of his one of his movies. It it didn't make my list, but like missed it by that much right. because and and the way I, you know I, again I'm not uh, you know classically trained I don't play an instrument I'm not musical in, in mm-hmm. the least bit but even with the crude in- instruments that I have to be able right. to appreciate that stuff you can see the fucking genius behind it you know? oh yeah and, and and just how well they all work together right? it's there's 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 a darkness to yeah, it yeah I know you can feel the darkness in the song yeah have you have you ever heard Danny Elfman's uh, band? No, Oingo Boingo. Have you ever heard Danny? I've Elfman's heard of it. I've never heard weed? it. <laughs> uh, uh, if you listen to Oingo Boingo, and and then start listening to the movie scores in the order that he made them, you see the progression of Danny Elfman. Oh, cool. and and you see how basically what Tim Burton wanted for his movies was Oingo Boingo. But Elfman was the genius behind it, right? So he he kind of just took it upon himself and has you you see how his style has developed up until where we have now with something like Justice League, which say whatever you want about the movie, but the movie had an incredible no, the fucking score, was and um and I, I I think the guy is just one of the the best composers of all time. So he single handedly created the the modern superhero score yeah because i i absolutely yeah, right there. there it is yeah i love the superman score but that is not the superhero score right that's not what you think of when you think of the modern superhero score you think of this yeah and and it starts with him and it, and and with and don't tell me what i think Timber. of i know what i think of <laughs> is this what you, you think of it is this what you think no i love the song but yeah I, I I mean, so but, much so that that uh, that Sam Raimi went to him to do Spider-Man, yeah. the 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 first Spider-Man trilogy, you know. God, oh fuck! And then you, you see the fucking bat symbol with the camera going through the bat symbol now. Oh, I fucking love this score. But is it listening to that? You you're picturing Gotham, yeah. yeah. And it's fucking black, and there's fog everywhere. Hey, 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 hey. easy, bro. What I can't easy. say black now. <laughs> no, what man. the fuck? You could say light challenged. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take it easy, man. We don't want any fucking any tweets our way. Ab- That's not true. We want tweets. Like- <laughs> tweet, tweet Doesn't matter what you're tweeting, <laughs> yeah. even if you hate us. Yeah, there's. Uh, God, this score is so good. And the cover is great, huh? <sighs> yeah. The fucking the 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 bat plane. Yeah. Is it bat plane? Yes, the bat plane. Bat wing. Bat wing. Bat wing. Bat wing. Bat wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was bat plane on the '66 Batman yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, a- awesome pick, dude. Awesome pick. I uh, that's a great pick. I uh, do. I actually forgot about that. The other ones I've had. Oh yeah, remember you know the great pick. Mm-hmm. But I actually forgot completely about the Batman one. So thank you for bringing that up. Uh, my number four 
is um a song that oh, fuck why did I pick YouTube? You son of a bitch. Now you're gonna play a commercial, aren't you? You gonna fucking play? Oh no, there you go. Alright. So my number four is one of my favorite movies of all time. On top of that, it's a score that I think doesn't any nobody ever fucking thinks about is the Dragon the Bruce Lee story. Mm-hmm. Uh, score um, and this song specifically is called Dragon's Heartbeat but the whole score I could assure you is yeah, fucking it is. fantastic um, it's Randy uh, Edelman which I don't know what else Randy Edelman has done I don't know wide receiver for the Patriots actually for the Dolphins now oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should, you're a Dolphin fan right damn it um, anyway so but I like the fact that this the, the combination of uh, that, the, that it picks up and it goes down uh, it starts off on a, on a you know, whimsical, uh, I guess. Yeah, it has it has cues almost to like Jurassic Park at the right. beginning. Yeah, and then it, it it picks up and then the drums come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, twins, kindergarten cop, Beethoven, the mask, Beethoven, Beethoven the dog, Beethoven the, bo- the, the dog, okay. yeah, the mask, Dragonheart, <laughs> Daylight, the, the good Beethoven, Triple X. <laughs> He also wrote the theme for the popular television series MacGyver. Oh shit! Huh. Anyway, so I like the I like the the. This is one of my favorite. When I remember as a kid, this is partly why I love the movie so much is because of the of the score. And I yeah. think this is when I started paying attention to scores in movies. Mm. Uh, probably, I mean, I was. I mean, there's a movie specifically, a franchise specifically that I paid attention to. But aside from that, I think this is one of the ones. It's a, it's a huge sweeping orchestra. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. And uh, yeah, I just I love I love the the feel of it. I love the. Uh, it does a really good job of getting you teary eyed yeah. when the movie wants you to get teary eyed. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah. That. Because there's a part. I'm where okay with that, by the way. I'm totally okay with you with directors know. and composers like playing up sentimentality. Like, well, I, I, I mean, know that's, that's the whole point of it, right? I mean, isn't it the point to get you the director's job yeah. is to get you to feel what he wants you to feel? That's one of the things that Spielberg is like shit on sometimes by critics for, and like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, like, so he got you to feel an emotion, yeah, that he wanted you to feel. That he wanted you mm-hmm. to feel, and he. Worked with the composer to yeah. get that. What the fuck? Right. You know, isn't I, I, I that don't know. a job? Though? Like I don't thing. understand. Why yeah. would they? <laughs> so let, this is when it kicks in. Oh, um, he also did Gettysburg. Do you see Gettysburg? No, it was good. No, Angels in the Outfield. Mm. Billy Madison. <laughs> well, that's it. You did Billy Madison. <laughs> Winner. <laughs> nice. I'm in. Case closed, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the quest. Well, the quest with Jonathan jo- Brandis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the quest with Jonathan Brandis. Oh, Sequest. Oh, Sequest. Oh, okay. Sequest. Yeah, no, man. I wasn't that off. J- JVD. JVD, dude. Oh, J- oh JCVD. JCVD, I yeah. Heard, like JVD, like the, 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 the VCR company? <laughs> <laughs> That's JVC. <laughs> oh, that does feel very Bruce Lee. Yeah. Right? yeah. It does. Six days, seven nights. Ed TV. Ed TV was good. Oh, you're getting to the, the lower level bad guys here. Boston here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I gotta be honest. I just battle. saw. I just saw. What did I just see recently? It was uh, Enter the Dragon. I just saw yeah. Enter the Dragon for the first time ever. Like I've like, never, I've never seen like a week ago, and this seems more Bruce Lee than that. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I just I was the whole time I was watching Enter the Dragon. I was like, this doesn't feel Bruce Lee-ish to no me. Way. You know, maybe because I'm used to the Bruce Lee that's been uh, Hollywood uh, eyed. Yeah, you know, I think like that's I've been, it. And uh, and I'm like, this doesn't. This, this isn't it. it. I can kind of understand what he's saying. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> I can see his hands move. Yeah, this, is this is garbage. Garbage. Um, <laughs> I can see his hands move. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, so that's my number four. Um, it's a great pick, man. Dragon and Bruce Lee story. Uh, if you haven't heard it, which I'm sure ninety percent of you haven't, I r- highly recommend. If you're into scores, if you're into you know uh, that everything, everything about that score is big and grand and like like uh, Dave said, sweeping and and it's this uh, thing. So and I and I wanted to put it up. I wanted to put things on my list that people weren't gonna be like. I know what he's gonna pick. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to. Be, picks things that people were going to be like oh i never heard this one before or maybe i haven't heard in god knows how long i wasn't that out of the box yeah so there you go uh, <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't. uh manny all right number three. number three is it's gonna go to a, a classic if my phone decides to play it table and pause yeah. <laughs> i don't know what that is but okay I, I knew it from the minute the symbol swell happened. I'm like, I know um, what that is, but I, I wanted to give it a yeah. second just to make sure. Alan Silvestri, Back to the Future score. Oh, okay. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving right along to my number three. Uh, table. Wow. So. Off of one gong. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> wait, what, what was that? That is Basil Polidorus and the Conan the Barbarian theme. That is correct. Actually, oh. you know what? That is my number three. Is it? Yeah, All right. So let's play. play this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Table. Just kidding. <laughs> I need to rewatch this movie. Yes, Dude, man. I oh. saw it for the first time like two weeks ago. First time ever. But you've never seen The Barbarian? Yeah, no. I've never seen any of them. Why would I go see? Why would I go see the other one and not the Barbarian? <laughs> I, I only ever saw the Destroyer. No, I never. And Red Sonia, which to no, me no, are Red, interchangeable. Red Sonia is amazing. I've seen that one as, as a kid a I, million times. I bet you've seen the Destroyer. No, no, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. bits and pieces of That's all of them. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, have I seen the Destroyer? You've seen <laughs> the Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> or have I seen Red Sonia? Sure, <laughs> you've seen. Because Red Sonia is Red they're Sonya, interchangeable. Is Red Sonia in in the Destroyer? Yes. No, no, she's not. No, she's not. No, no. No, Conan's in, in. Conan is in Red Yeah, Sonya. not not as Conan. He's playing another guy, but it's basically really? Conan. It's Conan, bro. It's not the same character. Stop. Is it like an anthology series? Is that your, <laughs> no, your no, defense to that? This isn't starting, so I'm just going to play another one. Why don't you play the main theme? I am. That, that said it was. You failed this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, this might be right now. Those drums were going on forever, right? Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I don't. Mean, in I don't, all fairness, it's hard to find the because uh, it's under what is it under main theme or whatever it is. I looked up uh, "Corner the Barbarian" and the very yeah. first album that popped up on Apple Music was "Corner the Barbarian" music transferred uh, for organ. Here it is. Yeah. When the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius. There was an age undreamed of. And onto this Conan, destined to Conan. wear the jeweled crown of, of Aquilonia upon a troubled brow. It is I, his chronicler, who Make alone <laughs> can tell thee of his saga. Is the one that steals Let stuff? Let me tell you of that no, day he's from of Red Sonia. <laughs> my adventure. 
No, that's from Destroyer. <laughs> oh, that's Destroyer. Yeah, this is the song you're looking for. This is yeah. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. This that's starts it. playing yeah. as a sword is being made, and it sets the tone for the entire movie so perfectly. Well, what what I was gonna say when I when I first saw this movie for the first time ever two weeks ago. I was telling him, I was like, there's a lot of things that I don't like about the movie, but the things that I do like, I fucking love, which were, in no particular order, the score and the cinematography. Those are two things that I want. Yeah. I'm watching the movie and I'm going, holy fuck, man. Yeah. This is grand. This is like some grand fucking scale shit. And correct me if I'm wrong, Arnold wasn't shit at this moment, right? He, he was, no, this, he, was. This, he was. This was the movie that made him who he was. Yeah. Because he wasn't even a Terminator yet. No, no, Terminator came two years later. Yeah, this right here, man. Oh yeah. my God, the f- Valerius theme. Yeah. Fuck. Every single bit of music in this movie is huge. Yeah. Huge, yeah. And yeah. and just like it's, just like the, the fucking cinematography, all the yeah. landscape, all the fuck is just so massive. These guys understood what made the Conan stories popular in the first place right. and it was that they were larger than life conan was larger than life conan was uh whoever he wanted to be right and you you need someone who is literally larger than life right. to do that so the only person who can fucking play that is, no, yeah. is schwarzenegger right and so you need the cinematography to show that you need the score to show that and i'm with you Neri. i don't think the movie is perfect it is uh, it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I, for sure, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, it's but not, in, uh... but not because it's perfect, and it's it's even in spite of its imperfections. And me being like a stickler for like, oh, they changed this from the story. You know, like this deviates from the Conan stories a lot, but it captures that feel, that yeah, essence, essence of, of Conan it. in every nook and cranny. And the the score the score sets it up right from the beginning. And this is before the destroyer. This is before destroyer. Yeah. So destroyer and bro, 1984 was the craziest fucking year for Arnold because he did Terminator and Destroyer the same fucking. Oh year. shit! Yeah. And when did he do Red Sonia? Red Sonia. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about his Red Sonia. <laughs> Red, Red Sonia was 1985. I'm I with you. Say. I like Red Sonia as a film I, better. Yeah, it's it more was fun. fun. It's more it's fun. A lot more fun. It's more fun. However, Red Sonia can't touch this as far as cinematography and as far as score. Those are two. Ma- I mean, the te- the technical aspects. Conan is a monster movie. I just didn't. There's a lot of the story wise. There are questions that I'm like. There are decisions that made that are like I, I would have gone something. I, think, I would have done something else. I think that's why I didn't. I don't, well, I don't remember that one as much because I remember watching as a kid. And the ones that stuck out to me were Red Sonia and Destroyer. Well, the Destroyer and Red Sonia were both PG, so that maybe might that might be one of the reasons maybe why. That's why it was because they're they're more fun, adventurous movies, whereas Conan the Barbarian is a really dark fucking revenge story. Okay. Yeah, but at the time that PG would have been PG thirteen. Now, uh, probably would have been PG thirteen because there was no yeah. PG thirteen. Right, and actually, I mean, I I saw I saw all Which three of them basically NT seventeen because yeah. Tattoos. All over the place. <laughs> all over the place. I, uh, I saw all three of them recently. I want to say like within the last like eight or nine months. I, I, just, I, I saw them back to back. And the Destroyer is definitely bloodier than Red Sonia. 
but it's not nearly as bloody as Conan. Like Conan is way more brutal. The mm. the fights are pretty pretty bloody, man. Mm. Uh, anyways, just to let you know, uh, to any listener out there, and to you, Dave, uh, there is an album mm-hmm. on Apple Music yeah. called uh, Movie Magic Instrumental, uh-huh. the Honor Schwarzenegger Collection. Holy fuck! Nice. Yeah. So yeah. fucking Total Recall. So we call, we have uh, so we have uh, Conan, the Terminator, Total Recall, Terminator Two, Jingle All the Way, Batman and Robin, the Last <laughs> Action Hero, <laughs> True Lies, and a Predator. Nice. Wait a yeah. minute! That's One like, of those doesn't doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. Junior was a great I, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say I'm not 100 percent certain, so I'm looking it up now. But I want to. But they say, have a bunch of these collections. They have it's um um, it's called uh Magic uh, Instrumental and the collection, and it's they have Animal House collection, they have Dirty Dancing collection, they have James Bond collection, Harry Potter, the, Blues Brothers. Uh, Star Trek, Grease, Clint Eastwood Instrumental Collection. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. This is basically the David Uyoa collection. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the Dirty Dancing, is it's one song over and over again? Yeah. Well, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, um, boy. So I, uh, uh, yeah, the thought I had was right. Uh, so Basil Polidorus also did the music for uh, Robocop, oh, which oh, okay. also has oh, a, a fantastic one. theme song. Did they remake that movie? Yep. Yes. Any, was it any good? I liked it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay. I haven't watched it. No, I thought it was great. Who was uh who was Robocop? Doesn't matter. It was Joel Kinnaman. The guy who was who? in uh in Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which one? There was he was the one that's not Will Smith. Rick, Rick. Oh, the other <laughs> the, 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 yeah, Rick, the Rick, one uh, other yeah, dude. The leader. Right? Rick yeah, Flag. yeah. Rick Flag. Rick yeah. Flag. Okay. Not Rick um Flag. I <laughs> I I liked it. Uh I even liked it a lot. I think they fleshed out the story a lot more. And uh, it was it was definitely more more emotional than the first one, but I think it, that movie gets shit for no reason, man. I don't understand people who I think people who shit that movie are just fans of the original, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's just a I, I like that movie. I like. I think I I understand what some of the issues that I I've read the critics had with it, which is that the the wit and the commentary, the social commentary from the first one. And the satire is gone. It was more of a straightforward action movie, which I've got no problem with. And and I, I, I really like what they did with it. And I love that portrayal of RoboCop. But when I think RoboCop, I don't think that. I, I think the original. Yeah, the original. Yeah. I, I think there's there's a place for both. I would I would say RoboCop. Then 2014 RoboCop, then RoboCop 2, and I'm still trying to forget RoboCop 3. Yeah, that was bad. That's that one with the Japanese guy that is a robot also? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw RoboCop 3. Oh, do good. yourself a favor yeah, yeah, and do it. never watch it. So I don't remember, I I don't remember watching face. RoboCop 2. RoboCop 2. Good night. Good night. Uh, RoboCop 2 is a Fine action movie. We're we're getting off topic. Now. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're getting right. off topic. All right, let's get back. <laughs> let's get back. Uh, Tangent. People, people, are like, people are like, what the fuck happened to the movie scores? <laughs> These guys like always it. fucking Who do this. this. <laughs> Who the fuck said Robocop? <laughs> <laughs> He's out. He, he also scored Free Willy. <laughs> also and, uh, a great score. And, and, and the Hunt for Red October. Didn't Michael Ooh. Jackson score Free Willy? Uh, he did the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one that was going to be your number one? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, uh, what's your number three? three. Uh, number three for me is... Actually, now that I think of it, I don't think it's going to be on your mountain, uh, but it's Rocky. 
Yeah, no, that's my that was my number one, but it has words. <clears throat> so I took it out, which is fine for me, uh, just because the the way I look at that one, that uh, the staircase song, yeah, to me, mm-hmm. that's give me, it. Give me the gonna fly now. That's but that's got words. Yes, it's really? it literally says it's gonna literally fly say now. gonna fly now. Have you have you heard the song? I have. <laughs> <laughs> have, you heard, have, you, have you heard the song? I've never heard it with words though. Yeah, no, it has. I'm not again. It, it, has, dun, 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 it literally has three words. Gonna fly, fly now. now. Yeah. Gonna gonna fly. I didn't know that was words. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> was it then, Chris? I just thought it was a vocalization, <laughs> like how the monks do. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Oh, yeah, you just miss it. You just It doesn't have a lot of words. This is fantastic though, man. Yeah, Good oh my pick. god, what a great score. So is it Nolan Boyd? There it is. Rocky Strong now. Gonna fly now. Oh no. Yeah. Oh I never heard of those words. I swear <laughs> to God, all I heard was that I found it. Chris, Chris is at this point, he's yeah. he's out of breath and he can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know what it is? This is always when you're reaching for the Kleenex because yeah. you're getting ready to yeah. pump. You've yeah. been jerking <laughs> off the whole time. And this is a fantastic. <laughs> this was my number one. Literally my number one. This is the one I didn't have to think about when I said I'm gonna make. Uh, we're gonna do score film scores. I go, well, Rock is clearly number one. <laughs> like I just literally, I'm like, all right, Rock well, is number yeah. one. And then what else we gotta think of? And then I was like, fuck, I wanted to do no words. And then I was like, if I do no words and I put Rocky as my number one, <laughs> what a fucking sellout. What a fucking sellout. Because you could have put the, the caveat as no words except my number except one. My number one. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking about doing. And I was like, dude, because and then it opens it up. Because if, go, if I have words, then it opens it up to other other movies. And I'm like, well, that one was good too. And that one didn't have a lot of words either. And then I was like, nah, fuck that. So, but again... Not arguing it, man. You know, I'm glad somebody picked. I love that fucking song. Everybody knows, man. This is my favorite film franchise of all time. My favorite movie of all time. Fucking that score is fantastic. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just, it, but, but it doesn't have words in it. Just wanted to let you know, man. I, it has words. <laughs> this is the first time I ever hear words in that song. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, yeah. so, me, I don't know. I guess when you start listening to the song, I I get so caught up in that. Him running up the thing and that whole. And it you, gets even, you, into it. you even called it the staircase song. Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, it's okay. That's how it's, I picture it. No, okay. And he's not wrong. No. <laughs> but, and you yeah. guys picked it up. I yeah. see that yeah. You guys know exactly that's what I'm talking about. You're not wrong. I think it's hilarious because that's, uh, again, it's like that's a big iconic fucking <laughs> <laughs> song. And, and it's in every Rocky song except for, uh, fun fact, Rocky Four. It's not in Rocky Four. Oh, really? Ironically, which has an amazing fucking soundtrack. Yeah, right. uh, but uh, that the, the music that's playing over the the workout montage of Rocky Four, yeah, is some of my favorite. Rocky everything, music. everything. No, no, but this one has rhythm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the soundtrack this has rhythm. Sounds good. Yeah, the <laughs> But uh, everything the, the, in the montage when he gets in his Lambo when he mm-hmm. when he's when he just agreed to the fight for, with Drago. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 uh, Rocky Four is arguably one of the greatest soundtracks of all time, and it doesn't even have "Gonna Fly Now," which yeah. is fucking weird to me that I re- I didn't even realize this until like maybe a year or two ago, and I was like, where the fuck is Rocky? Where's the "Gonna Fly Now"? When's that shit gonna Where's kick? The staircase and it, song. And it doesn't. Yeah. And it doesn't. The staircase song. That's <laughs> what it is, man. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. swear to God, I never heard it worse than that. <laughs> That's fucking crazy to the me. The more you know. Yeah. Star. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, audio medium. All right. Um, <laughs> so Rocky, star. I'm glad you. That's not mine, by the way. That's uh, that's um, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Why am I blanking in his name? He's a local comedian. Well, he was a local comedian now in Denver. Fuck, I forgot. All right. Um, uh, it'll hit me sooner or later. Um. My number four, my number three was also Conan the Barbarian. Uh, now we go Manny, number two. My number two is uh, microphone. Oh, Terminator Two, score. Oh, the entire thing. I fucking love the score. That, that. So surprised. I'm not really, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you're number one. Yeah. I mean, the man, just that. <sighs> everything you, yeah, everything yeah. about it. The like you said, like you were talking about getting goosebumps with the good, the bad, yeah. and the ugly, like. When I was a kid and we would you play like back and forth and fighting like whatever and oh no I killed you I would always do that there it is. I would always start dun, 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 and I would climb I would stand back up and be like I'm a fucking Terminator <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill me <laughs> that's not the one from Terminator two yeah it is it sounds like Terminator one no it's definitely not Terminator Terminator one is all synthesizer. At what point in the movie is this? I don't know, it just says Terminator 2 main theme. That's not yeah, it. Yeah, the main part. No, that's main not movie. it. <laughs> that's no, wrong. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you that's What do you it. fucking know, Apple Music? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. This is it. That's the fucking same thing. No, listen, listen to this. Listen to the difference. This one has words. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's that part right it's a safe. Oh, no, it right. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That that's yeah, yeah. that's like a from a compilation album where they re-recorded the music. Right. That's it. This is where you get the voiceover with the yeah. voiceover with Sarah mm-hmm. Connor, and she's re like retelling the entire story of what happened mm-hmm. and talking about you know the actual Terminator and what he's done for them and that I learned how to love again. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, you make her seem like a like a Matt Damon and. and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, team police, was it? Was it team, team America? America? Matt <laughs> That's where I learned how to love again. Um, Damon. I I think I think the same thing about the the Terminator Two score that I think about Terminator Two. One of the greatest scores of all time. It is bigger and better. It sounds better recorded than the first Terminator score. But there's a magic about the first one that I. I prefer the. It's all about one. the synthesizers, man. It is. It's it all is. about the synthesizers, I, and, baby. And, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> it it has it, the first one to me has that that John Carpenter Halloween quality to it. Yeah, and then that part two Halloween theme sucked dick. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. as good. But where, whereas, no, no, whereas this excited. one, what? like Brad, Brad Fidel got a like an actual orchestra to come in and record this. It sounds huge. Yeah, those like that banging metal sound sounds like. He actually went into like some blacksmith's workshop and recorded like someone banging on an anvil. You know, it's it to me that is it sets the tone for what it is. Oh yeah, because you're looking at this like the opening where it's they're showing you what's going on in the in the future and all these robots and everything like mm-hmm. that, and it's it's a fucking factory, and mm-hmm. that music sets the tone for that. You know that the world has been taken over by robots. Yeah, and this is what's coming. This is going to be your, the judgment well, day. And you're, you're, you're seeing the flames mm-hmm. in, uh, envelop all of Los Angeles. You've just seen everyone blow up. 
right? Everyone turns to ash. They're all gone. Dude, that and little girl on the on the chain link fence. On the fence chain link thing. fence, yeah. and and then and it's then amazing it, that the little girl burned up, but the chain link fence made it, huh? That's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> that fire is very specific to flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't melt you, yeah, the you chain can, link. You can, you can melt you can melt human flesh and bones, but you can't fucking <laughs> melt chain link fence. Somebody hired that fucking chain link fence company. Holy shit! This was that, was that adamantium. This, you see this chain link fence? <laughs> you see this chain link fence? Vibranium. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's getting through that shit, my friend. <laughs> call, call, call the the Wakanda chain link fence company yeah, today. Yeah, <laughs> did you ever, did you never think of that? I always I never, thought I never thought of I that. always thought about that. I was like, but I'm you're like, right. Oh. It gets blown away with the force of the wind. Yeah, it doesn't melt. That, at doesn't all. melt. <laughs> Everything else behind it, there yeah. was cars that melted, and the fucking chain link fence is like, nope, we're <laughs> good. Man. And I'm like, oh, shit, this <laughs> chain link fence is for real, dude. Forget the chain link fence. The fucking swing set was totally fine. Oh yeah, well not totally fine. It was discoloration. There was discoloration. <laughs> Slight discoloration. <laughs> you're so Hispanic, man. You're like, nah, it's fine. It's fine. Look at it. Look at it. You can still use it. It's okay. okay. Use it. It's okay. It. Look, it's fine. You put a little CLR on yes. it. And she look nice and pristine. <laughs> hey, baby. Pop. That's so fucking. <laughs> that's such a Hispanic parent thing to do. Look, look at it. Look what they found in somebody else's trash. Mom, that's garbage. It still works. It's fine. It still works. I'll clean it up, but I'll be fine. Be fine. <laughs> look, a fresh coat of paint, and we're good. We're good. It's good, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I fucking love, That's love awesome. that soundtrack at the end of that, where like through the flames, you see the, the T-800 skull coming right at you. Oh, why does a skull have teeth? Because. It's a little weird, huh? Because you need to, it needs to appear human. Yeah, but you could get fucking false teeth. It'd be a little weird yeah, they if are the Terminator false had right, to put but his teeth in like. I, I literally think, <laughs> I literally think that they, that they did that because the, the metal skull would look weird without teeth. But a, a, when you look at a skull, uh-huh. it doesn't have teeth, right? You look, you just look at a skull, like you know, or you know, a lot of skulls don't have teeth. Uh, the, they, no, they, they usually do have, have teeth, teeth but the metal teeth looks weird, man, because it's a fucking android. It's a, it's a, it's a cyborg. It doesn't have metal. Teeth Had it been an iPhone, you, we'd be okay with once it. Once you slap skin, <laughs> that's nice. Once you slap skin on it, you're gonna see metal teeth. No, no, because you don't see metal teeth. Not, the, the teeth you get to. You'll get you you slap skin on it. You still got hair, right? right. So you still got nails, yeah. right? It's not skin. But teeth grow out of the skull, Nary. Yeah, I know. But the teeth. I'm saying you could have. If I'm Cyberdyne, you save so much money on metal. If you just <laughs> fucking get teeth and you just put them in a in a metal skull, get you know what I mean? Get like fake. So, so you think it was a cost saving measure? I think on Cyberdyne's part, yes. I think it was like this is. All right, now do do you think that they I think it could have been a a a, a cost like a cost, like a design? I issue? think I think it was a design issue because I think if you just put fake teeth uh, instead of the on top of the instead of metal teeth, how much money do you think those metal teeth cost? If you multiply it times how many terminators they have, currency means fun. nothing in the future because there is no currency. But you still need it's the metals. You still need you still need actual metal to make it. Yes, metal runs out. Yes. Okay. So there you go. But every Terminator that dies can be harvested for more metal. Right. Not everyone. There's one that went back. Oh, that true. one can't be harvested. Yeah, that's true. Think about that. Yeah. Less teeth. Well, just you won the argument. Then. I, <laughs> I always find it. Yeah. I just always find it weird. I'm like, why does he have metal teeth? I never gave it a second thought. I, I always assumed that it was because you it, never thought about the little girl on the chilling fence. That I never thought about, <laughs> and I will. I, I will I will tip my hat to you <laughs> at another damn at another time another day I will tip my hat to you. All right, um, so Terminator Two, uh, Judgment Day. Uh, what's your number two, David? Uh, my number two, Manny. We can now talk about this. Yes. 
Star Trek? <laughs> Actually, that wasn't even an honorable mention for me. <laughs> As it shouldn't be. Uh, it's got some good scores. Depends on the movie. Not all of them. But. R- Wrath of Khan? Yeah. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Every time Chris is on, man. <laughs> This is a great freaking score. This is an amazing score, man. I um again like super iconic. You know exactly once you hear that, you know exactly what movie, what part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get the DeLorean, you get Marty McFly riding the skateboard, grabbing onto the back of the car, like all the nostalgia hits you right in the fucking face. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was it was actually kind of difficult to choose just one score from Alan Silvestri. I actually went back and forth on whether I was going to do this or Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And the thing is, when when you when you start thinking about some of these composers, some of them aren't as uh, like their sound isn't as iconic. Yeah, you can hear a score and think, okay, well that's that's great, that's beautiful, that's this, that's that, and still not know who the composer is. Sylvester, you listen to one note. No, and you, and know, you know exactly, exactly who 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 has composed this. All his movies have a sound, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit to me has that sound in spades. I went with this because ultimately, when I think of Sylvester, it's Back to the Future. I think of Back to the Future, and you really could have put any any one of them, one, two, or three. I almost went with three because I love the way that he writes the Western music. It's um. It's very classic Western. Like we, we talked about the Ennio Morricone, yeah. the you know, the the modern Western or more modern. That sounds like to me like more John Wayney, mm-hmm. but still uh just fucking awesome. I had to go with the original Back to the Future just because number one, that's where we first get it. Yeah. That's where you please. Please. Um that's where you first get it. That's where you get you know, that build up where you finally see where like and again it's going back to like what we talked about before. The the being able to to um how the music is placed within the movie sets the tone for the entire movie. Yeah. It's beautifully crafted, it's amazingly done. It that and again, like you said. When you think of Alan Silvestri, I think immediately to Back to the Future. There were there were three Alan Silvestri scores that I went back and forth on. It was this one, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like I said earlier, and um, actually Romancing the Stone. Uh, Romancing the Stone has a very, you could call it cheesy eighties. It's a distinct. Uh, yeah, it it, it 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 sits very nicely in the nineteen eighties. You listen to the like cause you, the opening of the movie. Uh, makes it seem like a western, but it's actually that the uh, the the writer the, the the lead woman is a writer and she's writing a western, and so once the theme kicks in, you're like, oh okay, this movie takes place in the eighties. Now I know. Thank you very very much. Thank you very much. I know it's in the eighties now, but it still sounds like Sylvester. Um, those are my probably my three favorite scores that that he's done. Um. Oh, there was a fourth one, the um, Captain America First Avenger score. Yeah. I think has such an incredibly uh, adventurous score. 
It's uh, it's probably my favorite score from all of the MCU movies. Uh, and he also did the um, the first Avengers movie. He didn't do the second one. He must have been tied up doing someone else. But he did it, uh, Infinity War. And you can always tell when it's him and not someone else because he's got this like grandy like everything sounds huge it sounds like there's a thousand fucking trumpets it sounds like there's a a, a a thousand cellos it sounds like he's recording with the biggest orchestra in the universe right and uh that's something that i think is embodied best by back to the future no 100%. And, and i think of like even like his his tense music where like not like the big you know sweeping you know the not not the hero shot, yeah. But and I always go back to that scene where um, Marty is, and this is in part two, uh, where Marty is on the on the 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 hoverboard, the hoverboard, and he's he's in the tunnel, like, yes, th- that leads to to the Griffiths Observatory. That music is so tense, man. Like I, I've seen it a hundred times. I know he's gonna get out alive, and yet I'm still on the edge of my seat. I'm like, holy fuck! And it's obviously not the visuals anymore. At right. this point, it's you know the combination of everything. It's the visuals and the music, and everything just works so perfectly. Um, I think that like how Danny Elfman and Tim Burton work beautifully together. I think that Alan Silvestri and Robert Zemeckis are like this dream team like right. that. Where Am I the only one that thinks it's weird that Biff didn't have a bigger reaction to seeing a fucking hoverboard in the 1950s? <laughs> <laughs> that was like, oh, is that a hoverboard? Okay. All right. I mean, he did give it a look. He, he, did, yeah. go, he did go, what the fuck? But that was it. That was the what the fuck. Yeah. Meanwhile, in 1987, I'm like, oh my! Fucking God! <laughs> this is crazy. This is fucking weird. This motherfucker sees it in 1955 and goes, eh. he goes, oh well, that's weird. He oh, had, let he, me run him over. What the fuck, man? I, I would have thrown. I literally would have fucking. I would have crashed the car. I'd be like, this is crazy, your officer. I swear to God, he was in fucking air. He was floating in the air, man. He had a bigger reaction as an old man later on when technology had advanced with to the flying DeLorean. Yeah, he's like, oh, DeLorean. I haven't seen one of those. But I just thought it was so weird <laughs> yeah. that he was like, 1955, sees a hoverboard and goes, what the fuck is that? Oh, okay. And I'm like, wow, okay. Well, you're so fucking cool, man. You're so cool. So cool, Biff. So fucking cool. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Back to the Future. That's yeah. my number two. Good pick. Thank you. My number two. Okay. Uh, Chris? Uh, my number two is Empire Strikes Back. All right. So, Ooh. this didn't make my mountain by, like, a fucking shaved pubic hair. Like, I'm not even talking about, like, a normal length pubic hair. I'm talking about, like... <laughs> shaved, you... like, and sideways shaved? <laughs> like, if you get a pubic hair and then you slice it in half? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The like, long way. Like, you you know you know when, when you're trimming, right? And it's that first pass. What's this trimming that you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> What's this? You know Manscaped? What? Just, I, don't, I don't understand these words. Like, it was, like, so fucking close between this and my number one and i ended up obviously going with my number one but i fucking lo- i'm so glad we're gonna talk about this it, and the i picked two jesus christ it was between this and your number one yeah. you couldn't put it at number two three or four <laughs> this holy shit this is, <laughs> because a, it was like it's either it's, it's number it one so, it's either it or it's, it's not so close to number one what about number two nope. no <laughs> 
You're Kevin either Kroger. first or you're last. Well, right. I, I went like with, with what you said. Like if if I'm deciding I'm gonna do just one composer, I'm not then gonna say okay I'm gonna do one composer or, or one one mu- one movie from every composer oh, okay, except so for this one guy. Right right right, 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 right. Because then at that point I'm like, oh, okay, well I'll just put two from yeah. this so guy. You picked another right? John Williams. So I picked another oh, John Williams it. movie. That makes more sense. Which which is my number one. Right. All right, but. If if I had not put that rule on myself, the problem is my entire mountain probably would have been John Williams. Yeah, and and that's not fun. I mean, that's not right, fun. I mean, so uh, to to me to me that's not fun. So uh, I I was almost certain that we would. I was certain we would talk about a Star Wars movie. Right. I was almost certain we would talk about Empire Strikes Back because truthfully. It has the best score. It, no, it's got the best score, and it's also the first appearance of the Emperor of March. Yes. yes. Yeah. Be- People often forget that. Because, that it's not in, yeah, in A it's New not Hope. In Hope. Yeah. It, it comes out in this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. and just, again, John Williams does his fucking It's what magic. opens the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, again, it, it's how I picked my list. I mean, this is another one where the second you hear that, you know what you're watching. Mm-hmm. Like, you see him walking. You see, like, that entire scene playing as that song comes on you also get uh for the first time you get leia's theme the han and leia theme oh, i thought that was a superman theme no <laughs> <laughs> um that's another one that was a real strong contender for me the the superman score um but yeah you get all of the great music from the first one right you get obviously the star wars theme song yeah, yeah. you get the force theme which, in my opinion, is the best piece of music that John Williams did for Star Wars. The da 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 da. Right. That thing for me, that's yeah. the best thing he wrote in Star Wars. Um, you know that was words. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What was, the fuck? Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> it was just words going. It was just a, it was an orchestra going da 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 da. da. <laughs> Chris is like, what the fuck, man? Mind blown. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> you you also get the Yoda theme. Yeah. In Dagobah. Yeah. So there's there's all these these new pieces of music that he throws in, um, and and they're all with the exception of the the Leia theme, like pretty dark to reflect the darker well, themes dark, in yeah, in the in the movie. movie. I and I absolutely love it. I don't think John Williams ever got that dark again until Harry Potter. Oh, I don't watch Harry Potter. I, I like him. A lot, um, depending on which one, because um, I, I, I don't love them all. But the music throughout all of them is just fucking amazing, and and it's it's fairly dark because the the, the themes <laughs> the theme, are the right. themes are really dark. The themes of the movie, so um, I I love when John Williams goes dark like that. Right, and and I think this. Oh fuck, well, you talk, man. I'm talking no, about no, your no, no. <laughs> again, I'm I'm doing these things based off a list that I found. <laughs> And it's the ones that make me, you know, give me chills stuff like that, and that's what this one does. The um, um, you're definitely not more versed than I am to discuss <laughs> this topic. That's for sure. Um, I'll I'll mention the the Leia theme and the Han theme again when I talk about my number one because it's um, I feel like John Williams took what he learned scoring Empire Strikes Back and put it into your my number, number one pick. Yeah. Classic. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, it's really yeah, a classic. No, it is. It's yeah, it's a classic. classic. <laughs> uh, my number two is uh, is gonna throw everybody off, I think, uh, just because of the one that I picked. Um, it's breaking two electric boogaloo. Oh god! Ooh. Don't don't you dare talk about it. Oh, <laughs> um, John Wick. 
I can't hear it. Oh! Give it a second. Yes! This... This is a great score. Hans Zimmer. Yep. Yeah. This is probably my second favorite of his scores. It's, uh, it really is difficult to pick a Hans Zimmer. To just yeah, narrow no, it down to one. Even, uh, you know which one I love? And I, I'm a an ardent... Uh, I'm ardently against this movie. But uh, The Dark Knight Rises has an incredible score. Oh, it was on the mountain. Like the top 50? Yeah, it was. I think yeah, it, it was, was actually higher than Batman. Um, I don't even remember seeing Batman on there. Hmm. Yeah, I, I saw I saw, I saw a couple of lists and yeah. the the eighty nine Batman theme was fairly high on it. It was high, but it wasn't as high as, as Batman Dark Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight. Yeah, this one once this kicks in and you get those fucking drums in there. I still oh know. man, uh, oh really? Yeah, that's uh, Man of Steel. I like that movie. Yeah, it's it's so visceral like this is such a such an angry theme which reflects like the angry superman in this movie right i don't think that anyone can combine uh like traditional orchestra instruments with synth rock like hans there's like just like silvestri or like john williams or or danny elfman like he's got a sound you hear his music you know it's him well, he has a bunch, of, and that's uh for that's um the Men of Steel theme. Uh, I I love that fucking movie. I love that theme. But uh, I was gonna pick the Superman, the original Superman uh, song, mm-hmm. and I realized something about the Superman song. As much as I'm a fan of I am of that song and that theme, whenever I hear it, it takes me a second to decipher whether it's Superman or Star Wars. There's a split second at where the I very go. Beginning? Where yeah. I, yeah, at the very mm-hmm. beginning where I go. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking, all right, cool. Uh, and then, and then it kicks in. And then this song, there's not a moment where I'm like, yeah, what, what song is this? I'm like, oh man, this is. And it's again, it's just that scene pops into my head. This is where he's learning to fly. Yeah. So he's like taking off for the first time, and he's learning to fly. And I'm just like, fuck yes, dude. It's just, it's, and it's the first time you see Superman smile in the movie. Yeah. Because he was, you know, gloomy before that mm-hmm. and then uh, I, I fucking love the movie I love the th- um, the theme um, there were other movies that I was gonna there's, uh, as far as Hans Zimmer's concerned um, the Gladiator theme song came to mind uh, which is beautiful and and, oh, wow. and, uh, and, and amazing the um, the um, the Last Samurai theme was phenomenal yeah. uh, that's also Hans Zimmer so there's a lot of Hans Zimmer that could have been picked and people are gonna be like why didn't you pick Look, and if I fucking pick Gladiator in another fucking mountain, <laughs> in another episode, <laughs> holy shit. That didn't that, bug me yeah, in the least bit I, it, it's, it's, by picking my number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just every fucking mountain that I pick, it's like, uh, and, and then Gladiator's yeah, here, and it's like, all right, we get it. Gladiator, Rocky, I mean, it's, it, it could have been, you know, um, there's a reason it's my favorite movie, and there's, you know, but, uh, so, uh, yeah, I just Gladiator wa- was Hans Zimmer, too? Gladiators and Zimmer as well. So is the Lion King. So is the Lion King. Yeah. So is and actually, if you listen to the the if music, obviously it, not not like the the, the songs, right? But if you listen to the score of the Lion King, you start to hear a lot of that Hans Zimmer stuff. He's very young at that point, and it's a much more traditional score than because because it, it's all right. it's all orchestra. Right. But uh, it it sounds like Zimmer. 
To me, I think the the only score that he wrote that I like more than the Man of Steel one is the Interstellar score. Um, there is some fucking magic in that score, man. Because I, um, right, you ready for the you ready for the list of uh, Hans Zimmer yeah. movies? Interstellar, Inception, The Dark, <clears throat> The Dark Knight, Man of Steel, Dunkirk, The Dark Knight Rises, Black Hawk Down, Pearl Harbor, Sherlock Holmes, Spirit, uh, the the horse movie that uh, Steven Spielberg did, Kung Fu Panda. Uh, Chappie, Crimson Tide, Batman Begins, Hannibal, The Holiday, Rush, King Arthur, uh, Madagascar, Rain Man, Parents of the Caribbean, Angels and Demons, Tears from the Sun, uh, Tears of the Sun, I'm sorry, The Da Vinci Code, uh, Backdraft, The Last Samurai, The Rock, Rango, Mission Impossible 2, Sherlock Holmes, um, The Pacific, The Bible, The Thin Red Line, uh, As Good As It Gets, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Kung Fu Panda 2, I Lone up, Ranger, uh, <laughs> Living Prague. I completely spaced out on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Thing. Yeah. Uh, the, I completely spaced the on The Simpsons, it. the movie, um, Kung Fu Panda 3, Broken Arrow, which uh, who doesn't remember the score for Broken Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Rain, The Peacemaker, the, uh, the Ring, and The Ring 2, Megamind. Uh, yeah. Those are, those are his hits. Jesus. Are his movies. I, you know, I, I still don't know that it would have made my number four, but I, say I'm, what you I'm, will. The I'm Pearl up, Harbor I'm, theme is fucking dope. Not a good actually, movie, you know. But the Pearl Harbor theme is really fucking. <laughs> I, uh, Matt I'm, I'm with man. you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. So Are you reading off that list reminded me of the theme, like the whole score for Black Hawk Down, and I'm just like, so good. That's a great it's fucking movie. So right? great good. movie, yeah. man. What happened to fucking him, huh? What's his name? Ridley Scott Mark Gibson? No. From Black Hawk Down. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Well, the same guy from... Uh, uh, the guy in the... From Pearl Harbor. Uniform. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he oh, had like, a gun. <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. That's it. Josh Hartnett. Oh. He was also in Halloween H2O. Yeah. yeah. He did that. That's how uh, your story checks out. <laughs> <laughs> It's a steep fall from Black Hawk Down to fucking <laughs> Halloween <laughs> H2O. Holy Jeez. shit, man. Yep. It's like directed by, from Ridley, you went from being directed by Ridley Scott to... Mm, Halloween H2O. Whoever directed H2O, man. Steve Miner. Yeah. <laughs> Ese tipo. Yeah. Bien conocido en su casa. The director of Friday the 13th's part two and three. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Two and three. Wasn't he the shape? That's Nick Castle, oh, okay. who who later on went on to direct. Okay, all right, not off. All right, so there you go. Uh, so I, I could have picked a million other Hans Zimmer, uh, yeah. and that that listed even include Gladiator, which is also Hans Zimmer. There's there, there's no bad pick when you're going with a Hans Zimmer movie. Yeah, yeah. Batman vs Superman also Hans Zimmer. There's, yeah. It's a fucking the list goes on and on. That list wasn't even complete yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I could have went on and I just chose Man of Steel because. It was semi close to what I would have picked as far as Superman, yeah. and uh, but it's uh, I I like this theme better. I mean, more iconic than uh, the original Superman theme. I don't think it's gonna be. Um, I think I think the sup- the original Superman theme is more moving. Yeah, like I listen to it and I immediately long for a real Superman. If if by moving you mean memorable, yes. I don't remember that one. <laughs> well, it, it is it is more memorable as well. Like I I knew it right away, yeah, uh, or right. almost almost right away. Um, but but I'm also a real big Hans Zimmer fan. Yeah. So, um, but no, I meant moving as in I like guess. it's uh no it's, okay. it's 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 emotional. Like it it brings about uh like that's that's one of those themes where um I hear it 
and I immediately want to watch the original 1978 Superman again. I think that has a lot to do with the time that we saw those movies. Like, oh, for sure, you see them sure. as a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Immediately trans, you know, it transports you back to being a kid, mm-hmm. watching the movie, seeing the, you know, fucking Superman on live screen actually flying. Yeah. You know, he didn't actually fly though. Right, right. <laughs> As a kid, you fucking thought that he no, was he, flying. He was he fucking was Superman. Yeah. Right. No. I don't care what the fuck anyone says. He goes I to know. a lake he and he freezes the lake and then throws it over the fucking nuclear power plant melting. <laughs> Part four, greatest Superman movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Only one better, Superman three. Yep. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I can't say that was a strip. <laughs> I can't say that was, was that gagging. Four? That was, that was four. The lake? Uh, I, I think it was. If it's over a nuclear power plant, it was four. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think it was. I'm not positive. They all run together at this point. Yeah, no, I know. They're all run. Yeah, but I'm not one, positive. One, one and two, I think, stand aside. Actually, three, I think it was part two. Three, they did three that and four run fro- together. No. The frozen was, lake? No. That's weird. I remember that scene. One and two, I've seen over and over and all right, over so again. I know I'm like so it has to be part four. I can't. I Yeah. And he goes like she's on a bus or something, and she she's going back to to the small town, whatever it is. Well, that's part three. There you go. Then. That's part three. That's uh, with uh, Lana Lang. And they stop mm. and he Lana Lang. Yeah, yeah it's part because three. Uh, it's part uh, Margot Kidder wasn't in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof, awful news today, huh? That came out about what's her name? Oh yeah, Margot Kidder. Yeah, it was ruled a suicide. Crazy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She died. Jesus yes, Christ. She, no, I, I, yeah. I don't even no, know, she man. She was like fucking three months ago, man. She died like three months ago. The fucking toxicology came out today. She died three months ago. Oh, I, yeah. I Jesus had, Christ, I man. I had no idea. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Geekmore on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I MT, do. <laughs> MT Geekmore. There was a whole fucking thing about it. Yeah. And yeah. who's who's uh, Margot Kidder? She played Lois Lane. Lois Lane. And actually, I was watching the original Amityville Horror. And she did. Just la- last yeah. week. Yeah. She would play Lewis Lane, and she was the one singing Gonna Fly Now in the background. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Superman, too. <laughs> it was when yeah. Superman ran up the steps. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really fast. I was like, Cut it. okay. <laughs> Shit, he did it. He did the whole thing already. All right. Cut it. Oh. Um, anyway, so that's my number two. Uh, what do we got for honorable mentions? Okay. Um... Honorable mentions for me, Jaws. Uh, great, oh, man. that's a good one. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I'd probably have to say Casablanca. Casablanca's got a great fucking score, man. Max Steiner. Yep. Yeah, I, there's there's a lot of older movies <laughs> that that I love. Max there's Steiner a- just sounds like an old name. Doesn't, <laughs> right. it? doesn't he sound like he's wearing a fucking fedora right now? Max Steiner. Like, and yeah. a trench coat. Let me tell you something coat. about yeah. the time when I wrote that movie. Yeah, fucking, and in order to get to his house, you have to knock in a certain way, and he has a little fucking slide in the door. And like, Who is, hey, what's the password? Fucking Max Steiner. Holy I shit. was sitting in my house, and I told my assistant, Gilly, hey, Gilly. Bring me that pad of paper. I've got something to write here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I went with like old New York Jew. <laughs> a name like Steiner. Steiner, yeah. Max Steiner. No, Jewish for sure. Yeah. No. Um, yeah is, that, I, is that German? <laughs> <laughs> Polish. I, um, dude, I, I fucking love the Casablanca score and that whole, uh, as time goes by, the way that he weaves the score around that song is masterful man it's yeah. so masterful and actually i was um i didn't consciously do this but i leaned towards 
newer movies instead of going with stuff from like the 30s and the 40s. It just sounded like you were doing a Budweiser commercial, like new er movies. Because I I realized that if I say new, new to me is not the same as new to the rest of the fucking world because anything after 1970 is new to me. So. <laughs> Like, hey, have you heard that new one? Godfather? <laughs> uh, you see that new movie? That new f- it's in a multiplex. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Grandpa. It's it's one of the ethnic movies. It's got all them Italians. Italians. <laughs> he also did the score for Gone with the Wind, which I know yes. you hate that movie. Oh, but the score oh. for Gone with the Wind, uh, that was one of the only movies that I thought, okay, this is from the 30s. But the score is good enough to actually say, fuck it, I'm going to put this in there anyway. Um, but yeah, man, that Casablanca score. Fucking. And again, good, another good like super it. iconic. When you hear the scores, I mean, if you've mm-hmm. seen the movie, but it it takes you right back to exactly where you were in that movie. Like, Yeah. It takes you right back to Casablanca. To Casablanca. Right. I've, I've never seen that one. Yeah. Great movie. It's a good movie. It is. I heard, yeah. I heard it's. Uh, I have a lot of old movies to catch up on. Uh, I I, I I got you, Boo. Whenever whenever you want, I'll, I'll <laughs> give you I'll give you a list. You tell you tell me the genre. You tell you tell me the decade, and I've got you. Sweet. Yeah. And you gotta make sure you tell him fedoras or no fedoras. No fedoras. And, <laughs> and you gotta put in parentheses talkies or no talkies. <laughs> that also throws them off. <laughs> I do have a number of silent films that I, I can recommend to you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have one. I have I have a list too. It's called None. <laughs> none. Don't ever watch a silent movie. You saw None? Yeah. Oh my god, it's the best. <laughs> it's N U N. With a little accent on the top. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Dave. What do you got for? Uh, so we spoke about Halloween and Terminator. So I'm gonna take those off. Um, Beetlejuice. Great. Which, uh, which to me is as much as I love the the eighty nine Batman score. When I think Danny Elfman, that's the one I think of because to me it's got all of the classic Danny Elfman, like the the old school Danny Elfman sound. Right. It's got lots yeah. of xylophones and it's very kooky. Whereas Batman is very dark. Beetlejuice is dark, but it's also quirky. Yeah. You know, um, well, it's almost he like did, a, he yeah. did that again though with Beetlejuice and 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 um. And Tim Burton, right? Yeah, it's, it's exactly. The same fucking yeah. thing where yeah. he was able to completely encompass the spirit of that movie mm-hmm. with the friggin' with the score. Yeah, that's who I bumped Batman. Uh, oh, was it? Okay, I bumped that to put Batman in his place. Yeah, and uh, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong by doing so. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got the Blade Runner score by Vangelis. Um, oh. I uh, th- that score is amazing because it manages to be techno. And and uh, almost completely synthesizer, but still sound like a classic 1940s film noir at the same time, and it's uh, it, it fits exactly what Ridley Scott was trying to do so perfectly. Um, the Suspiria score by Goblin, uh, it's got such a haunting score. It's uh, the score by itself is scary. It it just it gets in you and and it, it it doesn't let go and it's it's one of those that um it's, it's really spooky man it was like, um when we watched it for for shiver that was we were talking about that pretty much the entire the entire movie it is almost as iconic as the movie itself I would argue yeah no no and then uh, the last one that I'll talk about is um. 
kind of an oddball pick, but the score for uh, Day of the Dead, the uh, third George Romero dead film by John Harrison. It's, um, again, going back to like that 80s synthesizer sound. Like it's a totally synth sound, but it manages to give you a little bit of that like Caribbean flair since it takes place in Florida. But it also is very bleak. Like it's a very spare score. It almost evokes like Halloween vibes sometimes because it's it's so simple and so basic. But at the same time, that so beautifully brings out the themes of the movie where humans are outnumbered by zombies four hundred thousand to one. Wow. So it, it kind of helps. Actual numbers. That's the actual number they throw out in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, wow. So that's um, it, it. It helps play off this really dark and bleak tone in the film. And um, I've seen it a couple times in the last uh, in the last year. Uh, actually, since we did that George Romero special on Shiver, and uh, I've really grown to love this movie and and the score, even aside from the movie. So uh, yeah, there you go. Those are my my mentions. Mine have uh, kind of already been talked about. Uh, I had Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Back to the Future. There you go. Um, but yeah. We've, we've, <laughs> we've, we've gone through all of them. I mean, we're not going <laughs> to rehash, rehash it. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, they, uh, well, we talked about, um, what's my call it? We talked about uh, the one that had a long honorable mention list. Right? So we talked about Rocky, mm-hmm. Superman, Halloween, and Terminator 2. So I'll go on and talk about uh, Flash Gordon. Oh, Ooh. great. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. All queen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you mean the band queen? Yeah. I was like, hey, excuse <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, um, Flash Gordon, uh, E.T. Great uh, fucking score. The man. Untouchables. Uh, oh, that's another great that's one. That's a good one. I love The Untouchables. And there's, it's so true. I I was reading a review where they were like, you can't go into a, a train station without thinking about that theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I was in Chicago a year ago and I was in a train station in Chicago and I was like, this is the fucking shot. <laughs> and I'm, fucking, and I'm, I'm just looking around. I'm like, oh my God, and the fucking, and the baby carriage and I'm fucking, and, and, I, and I have the soundtrack in my head yeah. the whole fucking time. Um, and then the other one, the last honorable mention that I wanted to talk to, I just want to play because it's so, it's so bananas. And it's such a different than everything else that I've, like, if you look at all the m- movies, with the exception of maybe Flash Gordon, but everything else is pretty much fucking epic movies, yeah. right? And then uh, there's there's one pick that, when I think of soundtracks, I love this because not only is it a great soundtrack unto itself, but then it was also made um, into a, 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 a EDM song. Okay. <laughs> and I, just, I, like the, I like the phase that... Oh, <laughs> I didn't even recognize yeah. it. And it's, it's literally just Blade. It just that whole scene in the rave where yeah. he walks in and he fucking kills everybody. And, uh, it's a lot of the same shit. Yeah, uh, it's a fucking EDM, <laughs> well, it's EDM song. EDM, yeah, yeah. It's gonna go on for twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> literally, the song is ten minutes and eleven seconds long. What the <laughs> fuck? Why don't they ever play that at a strip club? I, um, dude, I haven't seen the Blade movies since they were out, like in theaters. So you haven't seen, so you haven't seen Blade since '98. It's really good, man. No, Blade, I may, no, maybe not since '98. Blade, Blade still holds Pro, up. Pro, prob, yeah. Probably early 2000s. The problem with Blade is the end. 
With the, yeah. the effects is the just is the, worst. the worst, dude. He Those injects him with like fucking 20 little injections and he fucking blows up like a, he looks like a garbage pail kid. <laughs> no, like, what the it's, fuck? No, the and effects, the flying fucking bats. Uh, it's just awful. It's terrible. It's terrible. But the whole movie's the whole, fucking yeah. great. But that but, end. Well, that's what yeah, happens with, with CGI. CGI especially like in those it early was, days of CGI. Yeah. CGI that wasn't by, by James, James Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Everything else. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, T2 still looks good. It does. It really, <laughs> T2 looks way better than fucking Blade. I'm mean, like, it's so fucking yeah. crazy. Like, the abyss looks better than like you just go yeah. back to Blade and you go that movie's great except the end. Holy <laughs> fuck, that end is no, awful. Terrible. Um, so yeah, so those are my honorable mentions: Untouchable, uh, Flash Gordon, ET, and Blade. So there you go. All right, number one's Manny. My number one. You're gonna do the. Um... I didn't post it on Facebook. Oh, you didn't post it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, man, I've been on a shitty cruise ship. That, no, I, uh, just asking. No, no Wi-Fi. I, forgot well, to post. I was in a pool all day. <laughs> Nice. I was, I was too, but yeah, but you were working. working, yeah. Yeah. Well, my my number one takes us to a land that time forgot. Oh yes, and it's uh, if I can fucking work the volume on my phone. This is such a classic. It, the, it Jurassic Park was like a movie. It, when it came out when I was a kid, it was just oh inspiring for me like to able to be able to actually see like dinosaurs and be like oh my god and you actually thought they were real fucking dinosaurs up yeah, until no. you got older and that's, that's also <laughs> my number one yeah. oh is it yeah it and the the theme the whole score for the movie like we've been talking about beautifully intertwined every little bit was like well thought out it was perfectly done from the scene with the raptors in the kitchen to this when you see the brontosauruses coming yeah. through and brontosaurus brontosaurus <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I don't fucking think shit life or, finds a way yeah. life finds a way <laughs> I I <laughs> once um, I was that yeah, yeah that once that kicks in right there yeah, oh, there was uh, there was an article that I read once on I don't know probably BuzzFeed or something um, they had taken uh, John Williams scores and slowed them down to one tenth speed. And when you hear the Jurassic Park theme played at one tenth speed, it is simultaneously the most beautiful, most sad thing you've ever heard. Yeah. Like it's it's just as big, but every note is like drawn out, and it's oh my god, it's 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 so beautiful. It, it's most people don't know that the words of that song is gonna fly now. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, gonna fly. That shit has words. I'm a pterodactyl flying now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really, really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, what's your number one? Uh, It it shouldn't be any surprise. Indiana Jones? Yes. Called it. Yeah, so uh, when you have to go with only one. John Williams score uh, it's really difficult for me <laughs> and I wrestled with myself because I didn't know whether I was hey, going to go what you do on your free time we don't want to know <laughs> yeah, we just call it jerking off buddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hilarious which one should I pick <laughs> like, like I don't think there's going to be a winner or a loser in this one. <laughs> um, I, I went back and forth between Raiders of the Lost Ark and Empire Strikes Back and they are undoubtedly my two favorite film scores of all time. 
And I've already talked about why I couldn't put Empire Strikes Back on here. Because if I put Empire Strikes Back on here, I gotta put E.T. or Jurassic Park or all these other film scores or that Jaws. I or Jaws that, that I that I absolutely love. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Another yes. fantastic score. Yes. Yeah. For the listeners who couldn't hear him because he moved his mouth away from the microphone as he was talking. I don't it goes like from loud to like really, really low. I don't understand it. What is it mean? just because I'm not close to the microphone? No, it's just because you're not talking into the mic. When you turn <laughs> your face, when you turn your face, the microphone stays still, my friend. Don't scream at me. All right. uh, Chris <laughs> mentioned Close Encounters of the Third Kind, yeah, yes, uh, which sorry. does have a great score. And every time I see it, that da 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 gets stuck in my head for like a month. It's yeah. fucking awful. Really quick, have you seen? Because uh, you mentioned third, uh, Close Close Encounters. Have you seen uh, Batteries Not Included? It's been a yeah. long, long yeah, I, time. I haven't seen that in ages. I rented that from Blockbuster. Like I, I was a kid. Well, also there was a Blockbuster, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how long ago that shit was. Who was it? I was somebody. I think it was uh, was it your wife. Somebody was over at my house recently, and they go, oh, "I've never seen that movie." Like they had no idea what movie that it was. It was probably her. I don't think she's ever. Yeah, seen Yeah, she had no idea what movie it was, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What?" I was like, "You, could, yeah, no, you got to watch that fucking movie." Yeah. It's in the family show, right? Mm-hmm. I'll. I'll try to sit her down and we'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for me, uh, and it's it's specifically <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, just like Star Wars or Back to the Future, like you could pick any one of the movie series, and it's gonna have a great score. Right. But I think that just like how Empire Strikes Back is the one for me in Star Wars, that it's like okay, well, this clearly has the best score. I think that Raiders has clearly the best score there's great music in temple of doom there's great music in last crusade there's even some great music in kingdom of the crystal skull but there for me the most exciting piece of music that i've ever heard in a movie is in the truck chase scene in raiders of the lost ark where indy's just beaten the the german uh airplane mechanic right and you know sala finds out that they're alive and you know he's like uh, okay well you know They've loaded the, the the arc onto a truck for Cairo, and Indy looks at him. He goes, "What truck?" And the music kicks in right there. Yeah, and it's fucking nonstop. I, for starters, it's my favorite action scene of all time. That whole that whole scene, but then the music just complements that frantic nature in the scene, right. and it's something that I think John Williams does better than any other film composer. It may be controversial. I don't give a fuck. John Williams is the greatest film composer of all time. Yeah, no, definitely don't agree with that. But all right, that's fine. I that's that that's. I don't know. Did we not speak of me. Hans Zimmer? The fuck was that? What we did. We did. We did. But I think that John Williams and Steven Spielberg, when those two work together, that's another. That yeah. is yeah. like the ultimate dream team. There's there's nothing that Spielberg can shoot. That John Williams cannot make better with his music, mm-hmm. and that uh, the Raiders March to me is the epitome of that. Where you know exactly what type of movie you're going to watch, listening to that. Right. This movie is going to be full of action. Is going to be full of adventure, and it's also kind of a throwback, right? Because it sounds like something that could have been in Casablanca. Yeah. Well, I mean, the time periods is set. It, exactly. And he yeah. took that and used it in a fantastic way. Right. It's it's very romantic. It's very uh, it's very exotic. 
Like it, you you don't know where it, the first time you're seeing this movie, you don't know where the fuck Indy's going next because he starts in Boston, but then he's on his way to to, to Nepal, and then he's in Cairo, mm. and then he's on some fucking island off the coast of France. Right? right? It's where the fuck is he gonna go next? And I well, think the, the little map shows you. <laughs> <laughs> the little map, and you follow his plane where the little dots. Where you go. Oh, I mean, I don't understand why is it so confusing for you. You can't understand where the fucking map is going. That's that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, and the music evokes that in in a way that's just incredible. Hans Zimmer also did Twister, so there's that. I like Twister Blank and dri- and Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Can't and Bird that. on the Wire mm-hmm. and Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Mm-hmm. What an overrated movie. That's Thelma and Louise regarding Not Henry. Not an overrated movie. Regarding Henry. Days uh, of Thunder? Radio no, Flyer. Fuck Radio Flyer. Thelma Louise amazing. is not an overrated movie? It is not. Thelma I, Louise I is dis- amazing. I disagree with you. Okay. I don't think it's a it's a bad movie. I, 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 think, I think Days of a, I think Days of Thunder is overrated. Oh uh, yeah. Incredibly I agree. overrated. Days of Thunder is not a good that movie. That is one of Days Tom Cruise's worst movies. A League of Their Own. Wait a minute. Point of No Return. Which is the one that he did with his wife? With yeah, Nicole there's, there's a few. There's he did there's the, Days of Thunder. He did Days of Thunder, him. and he also did uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Yes. Eyes Wide Shut, there's, and he no, also but did that one was good. And he also did uh, the one where they come from Ireland. Uh, why am I blanking now? Uh, always. No. No, not always. But it's uh, it's a uh, far far away. Far and away. Yeah. Wait a minute. So you're saying Eyes Wide True Shut? Romance? He did True Romance. Oh, True and Romance Zimmer. Is awesome. You're saying mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut is better? Cool than Runnings. Than... He did Cool Runnings, my friend. Thank you. All right, so he's a close second. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, man. For me, it's uh, it's all about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Drop Art. zone. Unlike. It's Point Break with Parachute, right? Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide's great too. Nine months. Um, unlike Nary, Muppet I, Treasure Island. I did not want to. That's a great one, actually. <laughs> I did not want to be unpredictable. Uh, I thought. The fan, the I, preacher's wife. I am, I am who I am, and and these these are my favorite film scores. Uh, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. A little Ark, film called Prince of Egypt. I oh, that's Ooh. a great one, mm-hmm. and that does have a good score. Mm-hmm. But it, but that's a musical. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I'm just talking about you're you're saying that John Williams is the greatest, uh, and I'm like, oh no, no, and 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 I still stand by that. I still stand by that. Um, Mission Impossible um, Two, bro. Oh, the bad one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Road to El Dorado. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, um, I, I, I know that I talk about it often, but Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite movie. It's got my favorite score. It's uh, just the greatest Spanglish. Shark Tale. Give me a that Shark Tale. That was fucking awful. Um, but with, with you saying the pairing of... Uh, what's his name? The composer? Spielberg and uh, and Williams. Yeah, I think with Jurassic Park, which mm-hmm. is why it hit my number one, every time you watch Jurassic Park and they get to that mm. open field yeah. where they're discovering... Is that the gate scene? Yeah, well, it's, it's right it's after, right after, after the, the gate scene. Yeah. Yeah, they see the, the gate scene starts the theme, right? Yeah, when yeah. they open it, like that's you're yeah. going into it. That's where, yeah. That's Every where single time you watch that scene, whoever is there is going to stop, stop, yeah, and it's going to stare at that scene until it's over. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that mix of of Spielberg and him is what brings that together. That entire score brings you to that scene where you can't look away. Winter's mm-hmm. Tale. <laughs> 
I just like bringing up bad movies because the fuck, the guy's got to work too, man. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Oh, I meant... And just because the movie's wait, bad doesn't mean the fucking soundtrack is bad. It just means the fucking... Winter's Tale, a.k.a. College Tuition for oh, my firstborn. <laughs> I, said, I said I was going to get back to Empire Strikes Back. So the Leia theme... Okay. I think was refined because if you listen to Marion's theme in Raiders of the Lost Ark, it sounds a lot like Maybe Leia's so. theme, but it's it's a more refined version of that theme. And the way that Boss he, baby. when you hear, uh, when you hear the the overture at the uh, in the end credits of Raiders of the Lost Ark, that he starts with the Raiders March, it then goes seamlessly into Marion's theme and back into the Raiders theme. So to to me, there's just there's a sophistication to the way that he wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, where right. he said, "All right, I'm taking all of these like these ideas of you know themes for specific characters and specific moments, themes for action, themes for tension, themes for the arc. That fucking theme for the arc, dude. The do do do. It's so fucking creepy, and it crawls into your your fucking skin the same way that Halloween does. Like John Williams can write fucking horror too, yeah. you know. And Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, Zimmer did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and Windows. that was good. And he he happened. He was able to make it sound almost like the original, where it's very techno but very noir as well. Um, yeah. Zimmer's awesome. You're not gonna get a fucking argument from me. I'm just saying. But he's still not the greatest. Well, greatest of all time. Jurassic Park and Raiders of the Lost Ark and Empire Strikes Back exists. So yeah. So, uh, any good ones though? Oh shit! Gotta work on your troll game. <laughs> no, I like all those uh, B B movies, right? They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, all right. Um, so that was your. Did we get to your number two? I, I had it to was say one. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, my number one, my number, my number one is um, should be of no surprise if anybody's ever. This is the only one that I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like I was like, I don't care that anybody <laughs> would see me as predictable because uh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, I I was almost certain this was gonna be it. The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> is this also uh, Zimmer? No. No. Who's this? Uh, this is uh, James Horner. We were talking about Horner a little yeah. while ago, Manny and I. Why? Because he's one of the was one of the greatest film composers ever. What else did he do? I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one I was thinking about. This is a great fucking score. Yeah. Not only is it a great score, but if you listen to the Braveheart uh, EDM song, EDM remix. Dude, it's really good. It's really <laughs> fucking good. You go, what the fuck is happening here? He died young, man. 61. Oh. <laughs> I can't I'm never going to stop hearing shit for this. Fucking Wrath of Khan. I forgot he did Perfect. I okay. Even, <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Horner. Even in death, you gave us greatness in this I, moment. Amazing. I couldn't remember whether Jerry Goldsmith or or uh, or James Horner had done the Wrath of Khan one because I know one of them did the first one, 
and then the next no, no, guy no, no. did no, no, three. No, 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 no. I asked you specifically, and what then, else did James Horner <laughs> do? And you said one of the greatest composers of all time. And I said, what else did he do? And you go, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it on. wasn't like, I think he did. No, no, no. You were like, uh. Yeah, no, I, I, I spaced. Battle Beyond the Stars, which was uh, one that James Cameron uh, was um, the director of special effects for, which basically got him the job for Piranha 2, The Spawning. Piranha 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, Wolfen, Deadly Blessing, which is awful. <laughs> uh, Star Trek 2, Wrath of Khan, so that Rath means he did 3 but, and 4. But again, the movies, the movie, just because the movie's awful, doesn't mean the, 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 just the, movie's yeah, yeah. Awful, doesn't no, mean the score is bad. I, I don't think Conan the Barbarian is a great movie, but the fucking score, the hell of it's not amazing. Yeah. Like, it's not, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Kroll. Wasn't that with uh, Hercules? Yes. Kevin um, Sorbo, no? Zarbo? Sorbo. Sorbo? Sorbo. Sorbo. Was, was Sorbo on Crow? Yeah. He, he, he was, was Crow. Crow. He was Crow. I remember Liam Neeson. No, no. No, you don't. Because there was nothing else other than Kevin <laughs> Sorbo in that movie. <laughs> So I had this argument. It's, it's really weird because I'm 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 looking at like the people I'm, starring in the movie and he's not there. Uh, <laughs> in Crow? In Crow, yeah. Look at look, look up Kevin Sorbo and maybe uh, maybe Ken Marshall, Lisette Anthony, Trevor Martin, Freddie Jones, what, what David Batley. There's a movie that Kevin Sorbo did that sounds like maybe we're spelling it. You're differently. thinking Cole. Yes. Cole the Conqueror. Right. I'm talking about Kroll. Right, right. Do you understand the difference? But do you understand how we <laughs> can confuse two shitty movies? <laughs> For the I, same shitty movie. I now understand. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I forgot about that shitty movie, Cole the Conqueror, which was supposed to be the third Conan the Barbarian movie, but Arnold passed on it. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. Isn't it weird that Kevin Sorbo was like, "Oh, Arnold passed. I'm gonna pick it up." Like it's like, but then oh, he, but he's he, like, was, he, he was wanted the to be new Arnold Sylvester Light. Stallone. Yeah. Uh, Cocoon. James Horner did the music for Cocoon. Overrated movie, but great soundtrack. Commando. Mm. Mm. Enough said. Aliens. If you did Commando, did he do Forty Eight Hours? He did. I, I already said Forty Eight oh, Hours. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear you say Forty Eight Hours. hours yeah. And I've watched Forty Eight Hours recently, and I was like, "That's the fucking song from Commando." Yeah. <laughs> That's the same fucking. I swear to God, I fucking caught. I was watching uh, Forty Eight Hours a, a year ago, and I was like, "No, that's fucking Commando, yeah. bro. I know that fucking song anywhere. That's fucking Commando with it. That bus is taking that turn." Yeah. The prison bus, the and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking commando, dude." Yeah, yeah, that that that's it. Exactly like that. SME The name of the rose, which is a great fucking movie. I'm sure I'm the only one who's seen it. An American Tale. Batteries not included. Willow, Red Heat. So look, now we can find two people who are better than John Williams. Field of Dreams, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, Field of Dreams, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, and that's just in the 80s. In the 90s, another 48 hours. Um, <laughs> the Rocketeer, fuck, I love the squirt of the Rocketeer, man. It was a good squirt. Uh, Five Goes West, Unlawful Entry, Patriot Games. I love, I love the fact that this whole conversation is taking place with the better. Hocus Pocus. Wow, I didn't know he did Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. He well, he called it cocaine, but you can call it, <laughs> <laughs> you can call it whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the Pelican Brief, Clear and Present Danger, Page Master, Legends of the Fall, 
Oh my god, Legends of the Fall. Yeah. No lie, was fu- first of all one of my favorite movies. But that fucking score, as a kid watching that movie, I'm like, and the what, cinematography yeah. again. I think score and cinematography go hand in hand together, man. When you yeah. have such huge, massive fucking scenes, and you have that music playing, mm. which Braveheart has in spades. And yeah, yeah. That's the reason I want to go. To, that's the reason I want to go to Ireland, which I, I just learned recently. Scotland. I just learned recently that the film was uh, filmed in Ireland. Oh, was it? Yeah. So I was like, I want to go to Scotland. And then there was, I had an Irishman going, you know, they filmed it in Ireland. And I'm like, of course. That's everybody. What? And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? So now I want to go to Ireland. Um, they're both beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you should probably just go to both. They're green. We get it. Very green. It's the fucking. What, one's, one's a little lighter green. One's a little darker green. But it's all green. He did Casper. So I, ha- I uh, had that argument with somebody. <laughs> I had that. I, had that. Well, I needed to throw that out there. Casper. Had, well, you know. Jumanji, Apollo 13. Oh, Apollo 13 had a good yeah. score, too. Ransom. Ransom is great. The score? We're talking about the score is great? I don't remember the score from Ransom. No, I'm talking about the movie. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. I'm, I'm assuming the score is great because I like James Horner. Uh, well, Some movie enough. called Titanic? Right, Titanic. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Titanic. Um, <laughs> all right, so we have Jurassic Park made the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back to the Future. Made the mountain. Made the mountain. So did Conan. And so did Conan. Uh, so now all we're really arguing is about um, uh, the the last place, the last one. Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, and Conan all got double uh, double votes. So we got left is Terminator 2, Rocky, Batman 89, oof, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Halloween, Dragon and Bruce Lee story. Basically, everything else on there is list. Um, <laughs> Braveheart, Man of Steel, Empire Strikes Back. Those are the, those are the ones you got left. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. I said that already. Did I not? No. No. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, up to you guys. Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Batman 89, to be honest with you, man. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with it, too. There you go. Batman 89, there people. It is. That's what happens when you fucking, when you record an hour late. Uh, Batman 89. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody puts up a fucking fight. You're like, get the fuck out of here. It's 1130. <laughs> uh, all right. So our, the, 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 the final mountain is Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, Conan, and Batman 89. Um, That's a solid fucking mountain. Solid mountain. Again, you know, I, I texted Dave this. You know, I came up with this list within probably like 20 or 30 minutes. It took me a little longer because I had to take Rocky out. And then I told him, I go, I, uh, I'm done with my list. And I love it. And I hate it. So it's uh, I, I'm never gonna find a list that yeah. I'll be completely happy with no. because picking four of this fucking list. I mean, we could have made an all fucking Zimmerman list or all yeah. John Williams list or all the guy that Dave doesn't remember list. We, we <laughs> made it all the whole yeah. fucking thing. So um, and, and we would be wrong. And um, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys uh enjoyed this uh, uh episode. Make sure you guys check us out on social media. We are MT Geekmo on everything uh from uh Facebook to Twitter to Instagram. It's everything's MT Geekmo. Uh make sure you check that out. Check out Dave's band at Naked Vengeance. Yep. Uh on Twitter at Naked Vengeance and the website is nakedvengeance.com. We actually we open up our shows with the Terminator theme song. There you go. Yeah. So if you want to hear that theme song played in heavy metal fashion. There you go. There you go. Uh, and make sure you guys check that out. Uh, thank you. Uh, I hope we were able to take you back to memory lane uh, with some of these uh, movies and, and themes and scores. Uh, check out uh, the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, which include the What's Up Bro podcast, uh, the Mamas of Merlot, Shiver, which is uh, also done by Dave and myself as well as Jeff. 
the What's Good, Zeros on Hero, uh, Comedy Fitness, The Talking Geek, and uh, Mr. Multiverse Podcast. The newest edition is the Mr. Multiverse Podcast. Uh, and check that out because that's how winning is done. Geek Pro.net. Thank <laughs> you.